Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and a man more popular in the city of Denver than Russell Wilson, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as we always say during this pandemic, this air quote Saturday morning, sir? I'm just, I just hope that if I were rich, that that, that more than half of my team went to my uh, fully funded birthday party. <laughs> I know it's not really a story, and okay, of course, we're talking about the, the infamous now Russell Wilson birthday party that half of his teammates allegedly uh, chose to skip. I know it's not really a story, and it's like a TV story and a radio show story. It's a little funny, right? I mean, it's like, again, it's not... Uh, uh, I no, I think... No, it. like... It's pretty funny. No, right? I think we've said it. We've said it for a long time that that a, the, the, the quarterback position is the most... is the is the most complex position probably in sports with just the production and just the overall responsibilities. But I think, I think this proves with the personality that like, I don't know, like, I don't know you really like if you're going to be, and I don't think anyone say Russell Wilson's a bad dude. He's a weird dude. And he's a little like, I don't know, like different. And if you're going to be different, you better be, you better be productively different. Like, I don't know. And I think we see that with Rogers. We see that with, Oh no, Wilson. We say that with Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, like we're yeah. like I don't know, like like I, I think you, your teammates will be a very accepting of your I don't know, like like I don't know idiosyncrasies. I think that if, if you're just like I don't know, like bringing it. But if you're just having, if, if you throw less touchdowns than a guy like Joe Flacco, who hasn't like I don't know, like I don't know, like been on the field since summertime. Then I think, like, I don't know, your teammates will have a little less forgiving for all your, like, I don't know, like, performative stuff. That's all I'll say. That's because I think, like, I don't, like, no, I, and, like, I, I think, I think Kyle Brandt said it. Like, I, I think, I, I think one of the, other than being a bad dude, I think the second worst thing you could say about, like, an athlete is being fake. And I don't know. Like, I, I get the, and this isn't just, like, I don't know, like, his, his, I don't know, his awful tenure with the Broncos, a lot of the Seahawks teammates look at him sideways. And I, yep. like, and, and I, and I don't think it's just isolated. I, I think a lot of those guys, like, I don't know, felt that, like, I don't know, he was bigger than the team. And, and if we're being honest, I don't know how, like, I don't know how much you need to humble yourself not to think you're the biggest part of the team if you're the star quarterback. Because you really are, like, I don't know, getting all this preferential. Like, that's why I feel like, I don't know, like, it takes, like, I don't know, a special kind of dude to, like, say, okay, I know I'm the dude, but I, I, I can't act like I'm not the dude. Right. And, and and I think we have one of those special kind of guys in Philadelphia, the man singing Christmas carols with the woes, leading his team to a 10-1 and record as we enter this season, uh, this uh, this weekend, Jalen Hurts seems like he's one of those guys, and we'll talk about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles as they um, take on the Titans uh, this Sunday down on Lincoln Financial Field. Hopefully, he does not turn into a Russell Wilson situ- uh, situation where he's doing weird subway ads and guys aren't going to his, his birthday party. But even Broncos if that happens, country, let's ride. Let's like, ride. He's yeah. going to be known. He's going to be known for that phrase. More than like I don't know, like anything he's done on the field the last couple of years. Like it's that and let Russ come. Those are the two things that are going to be on his like recent football epitaph. Yes, the the, the new Mister Unlimited himself, Jalen Hurts. Yes, like, I, I mean, like these are the things we only know about, like Russell Wilson, right now. 
Yeah, pretty pretty much. So we'll talk some Jalen Hurts. We'll talk an actual quarterback who, who has people who like him. Um, we'll talk that. Of course, we'll, we'll put a bow on the Eagles-Packers game this past weekend. Um, some other NFL news to discuss as well, including tons of people who said they will not watch the NFL. Magically started watching the NFL recently again. It's amazing how the NFL keeps breaking records and people turn. Oh, man, Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is racist. We are not going to watch. Uh, 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 no, I saw like the rationale was, oh man, people just had it on their TV. So like I don't know. So uh, so forty two, so four, so so this is like the AEW. You know, people were traveling night before right. Thanksgiving. So they were really no. So forty two million people just happened to have it while everyone was eating the yams and the stuffing. Yeah, yeah, this just happened. This is on. Just happened to be on Fox. I mean, you know how it, you know how it is. So, we'll talk about that. We'll talk some basketball because, of course, this is our first show since a man made his return to Philadelphia. Yes, Ben Simmons, ladies and gentlemen, played his first game in Philadelphia last week, and we have to talk about that and what happened with that. And of course, we got to talk about what happened this past Saturday. <laughs> very special place, Boston TD Garden. Very, very special event called the Survivor Series War Games and the, um, I guess, ple- Pledge of Allegiance, if you will, by one Sami Zayn to the bloodline, his new family. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about that and, of course, what that means going forward um, on the wrestling calendar for WWE. So a lot of stuff to get to this edition of the Broad Street Line. So we always say sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line in the future. Sports Talk Radio is finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank you guys, as always, for supporting us and listen to, listening to us wherever and however you do it, whether you listen every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube Music. Uh, just do a search for the Broad Street Line, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device. Listen to us at home or at work or at Take Us With You On The Go. Again, we are a very, very accessible show. Also, while you're doing all that, please do us a solid. Follow us on the Twitter machine. Retweet this show. You know, let people know about the show. But follow us on Twitter. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I don't know what he's going to be tweeting about, but I know it's Saturday, 10 a.m. Oh, man. I'll be tweeting about the biggest event. What time? 10 a.m. What time? Oh, jeez. 10 a.m. Eastern. 10 a.m. Eastern. (laughs) 7 per 7 a.m. Pacific. I'll be tweeting about the greatest event in recent United States soccer history. United States, Netherlands, round of 16, World Cup 2022. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen. How close how close is soccer becoming your fa- second favorite sport, man? Oh, that's a really good question. I will say this. I've watched way more. Well, it's the World Cup, so maybe it's maybe it's an outlier. But I've watched a ton more soccer over the last two weeks than I have basketball. I'll say that. Like that's weird. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even close. No, no, but I like sorry for the sidebar, but I feel like I don't know, like there is absolutely nothing and appealing about this NBA season so far. Nothing. I'm trying to find I mean there's some guys who are having like pretty deep like Jason Tatum's going crazy, Luka Doncic's going crazy, Devin Booker's going crazy. I mean, there's some guys having really nice individual seasons. Yeah, no, but I don't think there's any must-see team. And, and unfortunately, I feel that, like, I don't know, like, rem, rem, remember when we thought the Celtics were vulnerable? They aren't. No, like, I, I don't know. It. I hate to say it, I, it feels like a foregone conclusion that they're making it to the finals again. They are. They're stopping teams. The Sixers have a player that's not Australian and left-handed that doesn't score again. Like, I, I, like, I just <laughs> – it really just feels like, I don't know, like – like the inevitable is going to happen, but we like, usually like, I don't, and, and at this, and, and this year, Roy, I don't even think Sixers fans can talk themselves into, yo, we might pop the Celtics. It's not happening. They like yeah. everything. Okay. No, sorry. Everything they like, like they've lost Robert Williams for the, for the start of the season. It don't matter. Cause as, as I predicted, Malcolm Brogdon fits on that team like a glove. They got Luke Cornett getting quality minutes, Blake Griffin quality minutes. It's just, like I really thought that that was the the silver that was the silver hope for the Sixers is maybe just maybe you can with all the eBay Adoka like I don't know you can't even tell they fired their coach like two weeks before the season 
Yeah, the only the only thing that that's 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 making or keeping me optimistic is that you know we're recording this the first week of December, so who the heck knows what happens? Like, come back to me in the middle of March, and if the Celtics are still doing this, then I'll be like, all right, you know what, wave the white flag. I don't know, do whatever you got to do, just tank. I don't care at this point. Like, it's like so much stuff can happen between now and December, now and you know that now and the All Star break or now in March. Who knows what's going to happen? And again, maybe the Sixers gel. You know, maybe somebody else comes, you know, maybe Milwaukee comes up and well, I mean, they started out well, but they kind of, now they got back to that, so we'll see what happens. It, if a lot you had to put a thousand dollars on your money, like if you had to put a thousand dollars of your own money I mean, on the Sixers jelly, will will the Sixers gel? Well, so here, but here's the thing though. If I had to put a thousand dollars of my money on the NFL MVP four months, uh, four weeks ago, or maybe five, five weeks ago, I'd have put it on Josh Allen. Josh Allen ain't winning it. He is not winning the MVP this year. So, I mean, the stuff can happen. Like, I, I, there's plenty of basketball left. That being said, yeah, I, the, the, Celtic, the Celtics are the front runner for, for, yeah, for no, I just East. like, I mean, yeah, for the very little that I've watched to the Sixers, I, I, I don't know how anyone, like, I don't know, even the most optimistic fan could say, yeah, this is our year. <laughs> yeah, 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 again, I, I, I can't disagree with that. However, a lot of seasons left. James Harden is coming back hopefully next week. Tyrese Max is still a couple of weeks away. Joel Embiid's back. So maybe things kind of get better for the Sixers. They Maybe they figure this out. I don't know. But again, this is you, oh, you, oh, you mean P.J. Tucker might score a basket in a, in a basketball game? P.J. Tucker scored a basket the other day. Um, so P.J. Tucker, I think he's about like three points in his last eight games. Or something, something insane. Something insane. It's ridiculous. Uh, how how un- I don't even know what the word is, but like this dude just doesn't score. Like I don't he misses layups, he misses jumpers, he just I don't know. Anyhow, forget that. We're gonna talk about a team that actually scores points, scores a lot of points, scored 40 this past Sunday. Of course, we're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles who put up a 40 burger on the Green Bay Packers um this past week at Lincoln Financial Field. Historical day for one, Jalen F. Hurts, 153 yards passing and a couple of touchdowns, but maybe more impressively, 157 yards rushing. More than 100 of which came in the first quarter. Jalen Hurts had a day for the ages. The Eagles had a day for the ages as well. 363 total rushing yards. I think it was the second best total of all time for the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, Jalen Hurts had 157. Can't forget the 143 yards and two touchdowns by Miles Sanders. Eagles did what they wanted to do on the ground against the Packers um, on Sunday. That being said, they gave up 33 points. Some of those points came when Aaron Rodgers got hurt or got hurt even more when he injured his ribs um, in the middle of the game. So I am going to ask you, again, we were 11 games in, so it's a good, good, good time to kind of reset the expectations and see where we are. How concerned are you about this Eagles defense? Because I'm a little bit more concerned than I was last week. Um, I'm not as concerned about the run defense. I'm not. Because, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, I don't know, with, with Jordan Davis coming back relatively soon, plus the, I, I mean, like, I, I think we need to uh, I just assume that Ndamukong Sue and Livell Joseph are just debt pieces. They're like, they had a nice, cute little start, like, play game against Indianapolis. I think that's the outlier. I think you just need guys that, like, and and I feel like it's just like, like, I think I saw a film break that it's just, like, it's, I don't think it's a question of talent. I just think, like, I don't know. And, and one, I don't think the linebackers are helping either. Because I don't see any linebackers making plays, do you? Well, TJ Edwards had a nice game. Well, he had a decent game, like, last week. Um, no, but yeah, I but think the other guy, remember like, we thought Kaiser White? Like, would, yeah. no, he hasn't. You haven't mentioned his name in, in I'd say, months. Yeah. So, I, I feel, but I feel that Jordan Davis will help that part. And, but I still feel that, like, even, even if they can stop the run, I am not sure in a – in a winner-take-all game. Because I feel like, I don't know, that's what the expectations are. You got to, like, I don't know, like, at this point, I, I mean, like, I feel like even with a, a slip, you're going to be in the mix for the one seed. I like, and, and, but I feel that the Cowboys are nipping at your heels. Like, you really don't have any, as much as a 10-1 and team should have some, some leeway, they don't. Because if you lose one of these three games against the Titans or the Bears or the Giants, Christmas Eve gets the Cowboys. That's like that. And then that's really like, I mean, like, do you think that one of these things is possible for, for this 
for this Christmas Eve game not to mean the world. The Eagles win out till Christmas Eve because I feel that that if, if you can win out till that Cowboys game, that game means a little less of importance. Or the Cowboys lose a game for the rest of the season because I don't see I don't see the Eagles losing four games. Uh, um. I don't know. So what's the? I, I think it's. I think it's probable that the Eagles win between now and Christmas. I don't know what the Cowboys schedule looks like between now and then. Oh no! It's it's Cupcake City. They okay. play the Colts this week. Uh, they play the Texans. That's a super win. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they uh, uh they play uh, I think uh, like another uh oh the Jaguars. Oh God! All right. So all right. So they ain't they ain't losing. Yeah. No. So it's yeah. So it's yeah. It's Pope Pimp do a die. Christmas Eve. Eagles so no, but they also play the Titans after the Eagles game. So I, I mean, like that feel like I like. I feel the Titans really are going to are really going to are really going to decide the season for both teams because I feel this is the. I know the Titans. Like I don't know. Like it's a road game and the Eagles are favored, but this is the team that like I don't know can pop you. Like I, I mean, they got a very good defense. I don't know of a worse player you could go up against right now than Derrick Henry if you're the Eagles. Yeah, this was the game before the uh, the Commanders lost. This was a game that the two of us said, you know, out of any of these games on the schedule between now and, and Christmas Eve, if any of these teams are going to pop you, like this was the game that the both of us looked at, looked at and said, you know what, if it's not a divisional game, then it's this game. Because, again, it's Derrick Henry against this Eagles, you know, front, uh, Eagles front seven. It's having a hard time stopping a run. I mean, granted, the Eagles are getting Jordan Davis back supposedly maybe this week. Um, but again, he hasn't played in a few weeks. Derrick Henry, you know, is Derrick Henry. He just runs through everybody. The Eagles gave up five yards of carry to the Green Bay Packers last week, and they gave up 33 points. Yeah, this is the, this is the worst guy you want to play um, as it stands right now. And like you said, the Titans defense is really good. They haven't given up more than 20 points in in, in eight straight games. And I think they're averaging, <laughs> I think, 19, 19.8 points per game allowed this season. So their defense is really good. They have a running back yep. who's probably going to put up some crooked numbers on you on Sunday. Um, granted, they, they're not going to pass the ball on you, which, again, is probably a good thing because of all the injuries in your secondary. But, I mean, Derrick Henry, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry has a game where he puts up 150, 160 points, um, and the Eagles are going to have to figure out a way to kind of just, you know, match that intensity on offense. But, no, this is a bad this, – this is not a, the best matchup in the world uh, for, for, for an Eagles team who, like you said, probably needs to win out until that Dallas game to kind of keep them some, some breathing room um, between them and, and, and the Cowboys for that, for that one seed. So um, again, I mean, I think the Eagles win, but I mean, I don't think it's a cupcake. So, so, so you, so in, in your mind, they go into that Dallas game 13 and one and not the world on their shoulders. I think, yeah, I think everybody, I think, I think both of these teams keep, keep rolling and they come into that game and that game is, you know, that game is for a lot. That game, that game matters more. Well, I mean, it matters less if you, like you said, if you, if you, if you run the table between now and then, it matters less. But yeah, it still matters a little bit because again, like, yeah, I you, feel you, that you like, like I don't know, just the way that like this, I just feel that like I don't know, like I, I don't know, I feel like this, this is the game. Like I, I feel, I just feel that this is the game that like I don't know, everything that we've been seeing just comes to fruition. We've been saying that they can't stop the run that they got Derrick Henry. I just feel that the Titans are going to play ball ball control. They're going to keep the keep the score low, keep Hurts off the field. And unfortunately, I think they pulled the upset. No, I feel like I don't know. It's this is the really the only way for the season to like like I don't know like because one you will you will ab- absolutely test the metal of this team going into Dallas road it on the road for all the marbles. And like I don't know like and to be honest, I don't know if. I don't want it that way because, like, I don't know. Like, you'll find out a lot about this team if they lose this game because then, like, I don't know. Like, get yourself off the mat, try to win the next couple, and then I just don't know. I just don't know how they fare up against Dallas. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I like, like, I, I feel that it's a very they're very evenly matched, but I feel that the best. I, I, I'll ask you, what is the best out of? All four units, Eagles offense, defense, Cowboys offense, defense. What's the best unit? Probably uh, the Cowboys D? Yeah, Maybe? I was going to say. I, I, I was going to say Cowboys D, 
Eagles yeah. O. Eagles O. Right. Uh, Eagles D is last. Dallas O. Yeah, oh yeah. Butt naked last. No, I don't. I feel like, but it takes a lot for us to admit this. And I, the only thing I will, I'll say that I feel optimistic about that. It, you have obviously the you have the best. I don't know solution for the Micah Parsons problem. Like, I don't know. You got a guy who hasn't given up attack in two years. And I think my lad has struggled a little bit, but he's pretty good. So if there was a team that can kind of withstand this defense, it's this. I just, I don't know. That defense is really good. They get, they get home with four all, all the time. And I don't know that like, I, I feel that's what the Eagles have not had like that's what the Eagles offense has had luxury of is the the other team can't get home with four so they're sending blitzes which is leaving their receivers open like I don't know like the opportunity and I don't know if you get that against Dallas yeah I, I I hear you and I and I agree with that but I will worry about Dallas when Dallas week comes like I'll worry about paying off these Christmas bills when the credit card bills come I am focused on the Titans I think the Eagles can beat the Titans I think the Eagles should beat the Titans at home and I think as far as for all the things we said, you know, you don't want to face Derrick Henry. You're, you're like your secondary is banged up, and you're facing a team whose receivers are trash. So yes, you don't want to face Derrick Henry, but if you have to like cover like Westbrook and Kinney and like Robert Woods and these other other dudes, I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with Reed Blankenship and Josiah Scott and all these other dudes. Like you know, again the secondary because I think you can get away with those guys in a game like this. Can they stop Derrick Henry? Oh no, you can't stop Derrick Henry. It's fine. I mean, he's going. He going. He going to eat. Like King Henry's going to eat. Like I get it. You just can't just let him just like, like go Homer Simpson at a buffet eat. Like there's like there's levels to the to the amount of food you're going to allow this man to eat. But he's going to eat. Like again, they let AJ. I mean AJ Dillon's and and I mean the Green Bay running backs are fine. But those dudes just ran like crazy on them last week. And they would. I mean the game was a, you know, wasn't a two score game for half the game. They probably would have ran even more. So Derek Henry, how did the Eagles win this game? They're going to outscore. They're going to outscore. Like the, the Titans, I don't think the Titans can just hang with this team offensively. I don't. And let's not forget, this is a revenge game for one Anthony Jerome Styles Brown. Let's not forget <laughs> that. This is a big game for AJ AJ Brown, who apparently was so sick last week, he threw up and, and burst an eye vessel and or a blood vessel yeah. in his eye and lost seven pounds and all this other stuff. Give this man a week to get healthy. Give this man a game that he circled on his calendar for all, all summer. I think AJ Brown has a big game against the Titans this week. I really do. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I, I hope you're right. I just I just feel that like I don't know with like I don't know. I just feel that like I don't know, asking a team to go thirteen and one for it's a lot through <laughs> almost three and a half months is 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 too it's too big of an ass, even for the Eagles. Yeah, no, it's a lot. And so, again, it's an Eagles team that has flaws. And again, like they're dealing with a ton of injuries. We had another injury this week. CJ Gardner Johnson lacerated kidney. He's gonna be out a few weeks. So you got him on the shelf. You got Goddard on the shelf for a couple of more weeks. Um, Avanti Maddox may be back next week. I'm not sure when his his uh, his return to practice schedule opens up. But you do have um, Jordan Davis coming back. He's probably going to play Sunday from what I can tell. Um, so, again, things are pointing in the right direction for the Eagles. So, you think the Eagles get tripped up by the Titans. I think they pull out a win. Eagles, four-and-a-half-point favorites um, per DraftKings. I think that line's about right for those of you who like that game. I probably I see like a maybe 24-20-ish type of game um, for for type of win for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that I think that number's about right um, for that. But again, I mean, it, it, this is this is a game I'll tell you a lot about this team. Um, again, after last week, again last week, it wasn't as close as a forty to thirty-three um, score indicated. But again, like that was a team that they were up thirteen nothing on, probably should have put away, and he didn't. Um, so it's a little bit concerning that they didn't. And again, like you you want the Eagles to have that 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 you know that killer mentality, putting teams away before they face again that Cowboys team on Christmas Eve. I'm going to ask you this question again. I asked last week, and I'll probably ask it in that for the next seven weeks, eight weeks. I don't know how long the season is after this. Did Jalen Hurts do anything last week to move him up your MVP rankings? Did he do enough? He's still doing. He's still doing. I, if you go on ESPN.com right now and read the game story from Eagles Packers, I don't know who wrote it. Maybe it was my Rob Motti. I'm not even sure. The game story says Jalen Hurts, leader in the clubhouse for MVP. I'm just I'm just saying. That's what the game story says. 
Put your name on it. Do you think he's the MVP? Is it, is it AP, Associated Press, Wire Story? Is it Jalen Hurts? MVP. Don't ask me if he's MVP because I have money on this, so I am biased. I have money. I have tickets, open tickets for Jalen Hurts as the MVP. I, so I'll just say, if you gave Jalen Hurts, Juju Schuster, Clyde oh. Edwards-Elair. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Stop. We're not doing this. Who is the most valuable guy on his team? This you don't think Patrick Mahomes is is more valuable to the Chiefs? I, I think you can have I think you can have a discussion. I think you can have a discussion. No, you can't. Come on! <laughs> I know you got scratch on this, and I know you're playing radio, but right. we gotta stop with this. Like it, it's like the same people that it's like the same people like you that said, "Yeah, let's give Miles Sanders uh, three and 30. Okay, if you like, all right, let's 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 play this out a little bit. If you put Gardner Minshew. In a quarterback, if he was a starting quarterback the entire year, the Eagles' record would be what? No, why don't we put Patrick Mahomes on this team? No, what, no, no, what, no, what's no, no, their? No, no, no. The value to his team. We're not playing fantasy football here. We're not flopping dudes around from team to team. Replace dude with a Vort dude. Give me the record. If you... what, 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 what's Gardner Mitchell on the Chiefs? Uh... What's 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 the Eagles' record with Gardner Minshew? Four and seven? Are they, like, is that reasonable? Four and seven? Let's just throw it. Yeah. Out. What, what is what, what's Gardner Minshew's record on the Chiefs? I don't. One and nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. He's two and nine. Maybe three and eight. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I know you're trying to make an argument. About it. This is not an argument. Like I don't know. Like I just don't know. Like he has 29 touchdowns. He um just <laughs> he's elevate like no like I'll say who elevates players better. Who elevates his team? My God, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying Jalen Hurts is responsible for 25 touchdowns because he, he has eight rushing touchdowns, almost 600 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. Again, his Eagles, Eagles are 10 and one. If the Eagles were eight and three, we don't have this conversation. We don't. We're not having this conversation. This is a, this is a dumb conversation now. But the Eagle, if the Eagles finish 15 and two, I got to look at the quarterback and say, "Hey, he might be the most valuable player in the league." Like, I got, I got to have that. Did we have this conversation for Ryan Tannehill when, 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 when the Titans were when had the best record? No, because you had you you gave me this argument last week because Ryan Tannehill wasn't the best player on that offense. If he was the best player on the offense, then yeah, we would have the conversation. But no, he wasn't because Derrick Henry was the best player on the offense. I'll just say, I, I like he he. <laughs> And I feel like I'm dissing the guy. Like I don't know. You this are. is this is a stupid conversation to have. Hate. hate. I don't. I, all right. I, well, Just I, say you have a hundred dollars on Jalen Hurts being being the MVP, uh, so yeah, we can I, like I, I don't. I, I, geez, I don't. I don't bet that much. I mean, like we're not, this is this is this is peanuts. Like you know, this is. I say my money. No, I, I money feel like time. I don't know. This is like I don't know. A lot of Philly bias is coming out with a lot of people, and frankly, it's annoying. I'm not. I'm, like, I'm not even thinking. I'm not even trying to be funny. If you look at the national, if you look at some of the national shows, and I don't watch a lot of them, but if you look at the national shows, there's a there is a lot of there is a lot of scuttlebutt, if you will, about Jalen Hurts being the MVP. It's these two guys. I mean, it's, it's these are the two guys. Yeah, no, but like people. I don't know, guys. Do you trust? Do people do you trust? Do do I, do they have? I can. I again. I can't think of anybody offhand, but I promise you, I can send you examples of people who 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 we trust who have reasonable football opinions and knowledge saying that Jalen Hurts has a legit case for an MVP this year. Oh, no, I'm not saying he doesn't. Like, okay. I, I just think, like, I don't know. Like, he's second. There's okay. no, like, I don't know. It's not like he's 1B, and I'm not saying, like, he's third. Like, I'm not saying anyone. I'm saying Patrick Mahomes is the leader in the clubhouse, period. Okay. That's fair. And look, Patrick Mahomes took 3,585 yards, 29 touchdowns, eight interceptions, whatever. I don't care. You know, 274 yards and yards in the touchdown. Put up really crazy numbers. Probably on pace for 45 touchdowns. You know, you took his. You took arguably his best receiver from him this year, and there's there's been no slippage. That was the thing. Like, they're, I think they're number the number one in points, number one in yards, number one. Like, their offense is still number one in a bunch of offensive categories, and you would think that would that would go away when Tyree Kill, probably the most dynamic, maybe not the best, but maybe the most dynamic wide receiver in the NFL is now in Miami. You thought, oh man, Patrick Mahomes is going to fall down? No, he's not. Like, he, he's throwing a couple more interceptions, but that's it. I mean, they haven't had a really yep. missed a beat. So, all right. So, I will not knock you off of this ledge, but I will have this conversation with you again next week. Because again, hopefully, Jalen Hurts does something that will that will kind of kind of as as um, 
I forget what was the name of that. I forget what I, they would t- titillate the juices, as the as LA Knight would say, <laughs> uh, of of your uh, of your MVP um, voting. I, I think Jalen Hurts. By the way, I love Jalen Hurts. I do. I like. I feel like I don't know. Like just saying, like I don't know. Like if you don't think he's the MVP, you're like a racist. Well, no, no. You just you just hate the Eagles. I mean, you just you just you just hate you just hate the team that you're supposed to love. Um, you just look in the mirror and just see hate, and that's just not. Again, this is this. Is the yeah, I'm 42 years old. I'm just I'm just objective as hell. I just that's the thing. I'm not a. I I feel like I'm a fan, but I'm more objective than anything. That's why I can't have these asinine sports conversations anymore. Because I just I literally just watch the games and form opinions. They're not really swayed by any sort of like allegiance anymore. They're not. Let me let me just ask you a question again. Forget all this, you know, bias or whatever it is. Let me just ask you a question. <sighs> For the people who typically vote on this, the sports writers, the guys we know, like the people who have votes on MVP, you don't think they, on some level, you don't think they can be swayed by the storyline of Jalen Hurts taking this Eagles team to the number one seat. Again, forget me and you and what you think of, you know, whatever. You don't think that, I don't know, whoever the beat writer is in, I don't, I don't know, whatever, New York, says, hey, you know what? This Eagles story is a really good story. Jalen Hurts is a really good dude. I can be swayed by making him my MVP. You don't think that's a possibility? Oh, oh no, I think so. I just think, like, I don't know. You, you know what I feel the prevailing, like, I don't know, story is going gonna, is gonna to be? Patrick Mahomes is still a beast and still the best player. No, I feel like, I don't know, this has cemented, this season has cemented Patrick Mahomes as the LeBron of the NFL. He's the best player in the NFL until he says he's not. That's fair. I don't disagree with that. All right. I will, I will leave it there. Speaking of the NFL, though, we do need to talk about what happened this past Thanksgiving, because again, apparently there were just random TVs on all over the country, um, and they just happened to be on just random state stations that just happened to show football, um, which is amazing to me because the NFL had 138 million people watch their Thanksgiving football games, uh, which is a record. And as you mentioned before, 42 million people watched the Cowboys and the Giants, making it the most watched regular season game ever. It wasn't even two like really good teams. Like the Giants stink. Like let's let's keep it real, the Giants stink. And I know they try to make it close to the end or whatever, but they stink. I know the Cowboys are the Cowboys. How is football? How is football six times more popular than every other sport? I think that's the I think that's the question of the day. How is why and how for all the massive complaining that people on the internet have about the NFL and just like I don't know, just just swear. They're never going to watch, even though they just literally have this, like, I don't know, like, ingrained in their head. That's what, like, that's what annoys me about the internet at this point. It's like there's so much performative stuff that there's nothing of substance. Be like, oh, I hate the NFL. I hate the 1 p.m. Let's go red zone. You're just, you're, you're a fraud. You're like, you're, <laughs> you're, you're more of a fraud. Than, you're more of a fraud than Russell Wilson. And I think this shows that this country is fraudulent because for all the complaining that people have, and, like, I don't know, there are problematic things, but you know what? They check their problems at the door and say, you know what? I'm going to open up my betting app. I don't care. I'm going to – no, I, I feel like, I don't know, this is – the NFL will be – and I think there was discussion about this a few years ago, which seems hilarious now. It's like the NFL will be the biggest sport in, the, it, it, in America when we're long and gone. It still will be, and it will yeah. still be three to four times more popular than ever. It, like I, I don't even know. Like, like I'm not taking college football because college football, they got 17 million viewers for a Michigan Ohio State game. That was not even a playoff game. Right. So, college football is the second most popular sport. What is it about football? I'm still trying to figure this out. Like no, I, I don't know. No, it's, it's, like, it's easy. It's easy. No, it's football special. Like football matters. Like mm-hmm. there's only a handful of games, and they all they matter. They, every game matters, and we are conditioned. We know that they matter, and like you said, we are conditioned that after over years and decades or whatever to say, you know, Sunday one o'clock, man, yeah, let's sit in front of the couch, you know, after church if you go to church or just whatever, and say, hey, man. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that's, no, that's me. But like, I, but how did the whole trajectory of every other sport? Because I feel like I don't know. I feel baseball is. I wouldn't say it's it's like I don't know a massive decline, but I mean for the past twenty five years the arrow is pointing down. What? Where's the arrow pointing with the NBA? I think I think if the NBA is probably sideways. Like I don't think the NBA. 
in, in I this, feel like this, in this I country, feel... I don't think it's going up. I, in other countries, I think it's going up. In this country, I don't think it's going up. Yeah, no, I feel that, like, I don't know, like, maybe it people who are online, it's skewed because they think, oh, the NBA, the NBA is by far the most online league. But once again, online, being online does not translate into ratings or money. It doesn't. And I think that, like, I don't know, like, I think the, the profitability of these teams are, but I feel like there's something that's stopping. And like, I don't know, maybe it's like, I don't know, people don't like seeing, I, I don't know, but for in my opinion, I feel the, the 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 product of basketball has been in decline for the last ten years, and it and it hasn't been addressed. I think the NBA is doubling down on their, them being an online league, and I think being online, I feel it's a lot like AW, where like you're missing out on a huge demographic of people that aren't messing around on Twitter ten hours a day. Yeah, well, I I don't think I don't know if the NBA is necessarily like. I don't think they're like actively like not trying to court the offline people, but I think they're just so online. It's just they're just so more, they're yeah. more online than everybody else by you know, leaps and bounds. That is just noticeable. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think they're saying like you know everybody else, all you fifty year old dude people who don't go on Facebook or TikTok or whatever. I don't think they're trying to forget about them. I think they're just so out there with everything else. It's like oh you know look at you know look at Luca on here's Luca highlights because because basketball lends itself to that a little bit more than 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 the other sports. Um, but yeah, I, I like I think, and you're right about basketball, like the, the 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 quality of basketball not being as good as it was ten years ago. Um, I, I I'm hoping, and I'm sure Adam Silver's hoping that like this new generation of stars can kind of fix that. Because I mean, there's some there's some really good basketball players that are playing right now. Yeah, but I mean, no, but I like, I, I, but Roy, I don't even era, feel peak LeBron and peak KD and peak Steph Curry. Yeah, it's going to fall off a little bit. Yeah. But I feel that, like, I don't know. It's not even the stars. I think it's the type of basketball that we're seeing. And, like, we are – Yeah. I, I mean, not, not – like, not even, like, I don't know. We like, I feel this is the oldest man I'll ever be in terms of basketball. I watch basketball because I'm almost conditioned to, regardless of how it looks. But there's a lot of times where I'm like, this basketball sucks. It really does. Like, I, I don't know. I don't need to see guys like – I don't know. He retired, so I'll say his name. Chandler Hutchinson chucking six threes. I don't need to see Duncan Robinson shooting eight threes a game. That's not cool. Like I don't know, and that like I, and like that really has changed the way the game is played. And I don't know if it's for the better. Yeah, and like that's not gonna go away. So I don't know. Again, if that if that's because again, that, like you said, like, that's not that's not really good basketball to us. Again, to people from our generation, I'll say. By and large, that's not entertaining, an entertaining style of basketball, but it's not going to go anywhere. So I really don't know what you do about it. Um, again, barring some rule changes, I really don't know what you do about it. Um, so maybe the NBA is kind of, kind of, you know. But, but Roy, you know what's funny? Excuse me. Like, this is the one season, I, I can't remember another NFL season where I watched less football because the football has been terrible. Like, I don't right. know, for I'd say the first two and a half months, it's it was bad. Like, I don't know, but I guess I guess the last few weeks, like, I don't know, you've gotten legitimately, objectively entertaining football. Not like, I don't know, like, one team's tripping over each other. And, like, I don't know, like, like there have been pretty good games. And I feel that, like, and like you said, it's the brevity of the season. Like, every game, even though, it, like, they add a game and, like, people – remember when all the people were screaming, oh, why did you yeah. add another game ruining the yeah. game? You're, oh no! You, did any of those people like turn off the game, the the, the Thanksgiving game? No, no. <laughs> no, no I feel like I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh no, I feel that like I don't know. I like the NFL knows, and I think they operate under the correct premise that we have these people by the figurative uh, thing, yeah. and they operate as such. But you're right, though. I, I want to get back to your, your the point that you made like a minute ago. Like I've watched less football this year than I've watched in maybe ten years. Like I do not like. Yeah. So, like I watched the I, I watched a good portion of the Thanksgiving games, and of course I watched the Eagles game. I barely watched any of the games in the one o'clock and four o'clock window last week. Like, there were just no. terrible games. I, I, no, I'll watch. I'll watch maybe a quarter and a half of the Sunday night game, and I'll pass out. Like, and, like I think the reason like I I haven't really watched Monday night games because I I go to work on Tuesday morning, so I really just. I don't know, but and maybe because I'm older, that like I just don't feel the need, and and you know what I feel that is kind of like I don't know, 
And one, I really like I like I haven't really like wagered this year, so I'm not really into that. And you know what has ruined it for me? The decline of fantasy football. Like I don't know, because I feel like I don't know, there are less dudes to watch. Because there aren't that many, like I don't know. And maybe this is an age thing, but I, I still like even five years ago I would say like I was five years ago, I was spending one to ten thirty on my couch. Then this year I take naps from like one fifteen to three if the Eagles aren't on. I just think that football stinks, to be honest, man. I don't think it's an age <laughs> thing. I don't think it's a talent. Well, I mean, it's a talent. It is a talent thing. I just don't think. I, I know. I, I definitely think it's a talent players. thing. Yeah, like, I don't think there's enough good players. Like, there's, no, and I think it's, it's a parody thing. No, and I feel that like I don't know. For us saying that like the football stinks, that just means another team. Like I don't know. Like, but this is. But I, I think you know what? Like I don't know. Like what is the biggest? The reason why the NFL is king? No team. Is terrible. Like there aren't five terrible. Like you got you get bad teams. You get a lot more bad teams than you have. But there's no terrible teams that are like okay. They're tank. Like no. And I feel like you know what I think is like a big reason for the NBA. You already have like I don't know. Like you have two weeks in the season. And people are like oh are they tanking? I'm like that's not a, that is not a great look for your league when like less than a month into the season you're like are these guys playing hard? Yeah, and, and and it's horrible. It's bad because again, you're a month in a season. You're saying that about a team, and there's you know 65 games left, 60 games left. Yeah, for these teams to play like that's a that's a really bad look, um, especially with the league like the NBA that goes on for, for you know until the middle middle of April. Uh, speaking of the NBA, though, we do need to talk about one Benjamin F. Simmons, whose Australian soccer team has advanced in the in the World Cup, but. The Sixers, uh, Ben Simmons came home to face basically the the graduates of the Sixers G League team um, last week. Um, again, everybody on the shelf with injuries, Harden, uh, Maxi, Joel Embiid, all on the shelf. I think Tobias Harris, um, Tobias Harris did play. Uh, Tobias Harris did play in the game. The Sixers defeated the Ben Simmons-led uh, Brooklyn Nets 105-106. to 106. Ben Simmons almost had a triple-double, 11 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds. But most importantly, he missed two free throws late in the game to give everybody free nuggets from Chick-fil-A. And after the game, he couldn't help but be Ben Simmons and said, quote, I thought the Philly crowd would be louder. Ben, you lost the game. Yeah, no, no, Roy, I feel like, I don't know. That that loss, even though I watched the half of it, is all I need to know about the new, the, I was saying New Jersey Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. They, like, if, if you, any sort of seriousness you had against the Nets, you just took it away immediately after that game because they're even if they gave a hoot, not even three hoots, a hoot, they would have won that game by 25 points. They did. Like, I don't know. That's like, that's a very unserious team. And I feel like, I don't know, this is you. And I think another thing with the NBA, you just got so many dudes making news for all the wrong reasons. It's a bad, like, you just can't have like one of your premier teams. Like, I don't know. And one, one of your premier teams, and it doesn't help that you're that most of your premier teams are underwhelming Lakers Nets I, I don't know but the Nets like but the Nets are just I, I don't know like I don't know they've got bad juice they have just bad energy like and it doesn't matter if Steve Nash is or isn't the coach that just the, the the dynamic with that team is just real bad yeah no, no the Nets just have bad energy um the Sixers hopefully their energy comes back or gets better now that Joel Embiid's back although he got smoked by Cleveland earlier this week but Joel Embiid's back from his sprained foot James Harden is set to return um, from his injury uh, in the Houston game this next uh, next week. So hopefully the Sixers get some positive energy around them. Speaking of injuries and positive energy, send all your positive vibes and well wishes to Bryce Harper, who underwent Tommy John surgery last week. He could be back as a DH, people are saying, around the All-Star break-ish, so June, July-ish. Um, could be back in the field by the end of the season. Uh, Shohei Otani had Tommy John surgery. He came back, I think, as a DH by in seven months. Um, but again, he had his surgery as soon as the Angel season was over a couple of years ago. And the Angels I mean, that's a, this is over. a pretty big deal, right? This yeah, is a John's huge big. deal. Yeah, Tommy John's big. But again, you can he can swing the bat. Or he'll be able to swing the bat around the All Star break, so he can be the Bryce Harper that we. Well, now I don't know if he can be this Bryce Harper that we got this year, but he can be a functional Bryce Harper on some level halfway through the season but again he might not be able to be back in the field um until february excuse me until, until september but again if you have bryce harper again able to play right field again then you have some more options with the lineup next year 
But does this change the upside of next year's team? I mean, you're not going to have arguably one of the best players in baseball for what, three months? Well, maybe if the Phillies, and according to all reports, I don't know, Jeff Pass and everybody who's kind of in the know, the Phillies are supposedly the leader in the clubhouse for Trey Turner, the shortstop of the uh, from the um, L.A. Dodgers. So I saw the number. I saw they were saying that Trey Turner was going to get like eight and like like 260 or something like that. Like, I don't know, like 34 million, 30, something like that, 35 million dollars a year. But then I saw like Aaron Judge was going to get a little bit more than that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, Trey Turner is a really good player. I think hit 295, you know, 28 home runs, 100 RBI, something like that. He's a really good player. I think he needs to be making more than Aaron Judge. I mean, I think, I mean, I think Aaron Judge needs to be making significantly more than this dude. Yeah, I no, I feel that, like, I don't know, with the trade, like, Turner is, like, like it's rare that you get, like, an offensive-minded shortstop, yeah, usually, like, right. I don't know, and, like, I don't know, like, Judge is a basher, but, I, I mean, shouldn't Aaron Judge make, like, 50 million bucks? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, Aaron Judge shouldn't shouldn't walk into the room unless somebody's giving him, like, 40 to 45 million dollars to eat, like, off the rip. Like, uh, remember when hot stove was a thing? Like, this is, this is... Now I'm going to complain about baseball. I'm sorry. I'm going to come out come, come to it. Like, remember when all these moves happened at the same – like, and this is a thing that's killing baseball is they have no off-season bus. Zero. They had the – I think they had or have or are having the winter meetings in San Diego. I mean, they still have the same things they have every year where the GMs get together and the agents hang out and lobbies and, you know, do deals and things like that. Like you said – Ain't no bus. Ain't nothing. Right. No, you can say, you can argue that baseball started the offseason craze. Like, I don't know, because people waited for their teams to sign. Like, uh, because when guys went to free agency because they were with their team forever, they're like, oh, man, this is big. Like, and, and no, I feel like, I don't know, just when, when guys are getting signed before spring training, that's a massive problem. You can't have, like, I don't know, like, guys. One of your your premier parts because when did, when did Bryce Harper get signed? Like February? Yeah, it was like late February. I think it was mid late February. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a lot different. Yeah, because I mean, again, I don't want I don't want to be that guy. But again, brief aside. Again, you remember back in the days, you were like, oh man, the winter meetings, and you would see like Peter Gammon yes! sitting in the lobby of a hotel, or Buster Ali sitting in the lobby of a hotel, or Jason Stark sitting out there saying, hey man. I just talked to, I don't know, Pat Gillick, and he said that the, you know, the <laughs> Phillies are doing something or the Orioles are doing, like, like, like that was it. Like, that was, this was way before, you know, yeah. the NBA in July 1st and the, uh, the quote-unquote, no, no, they started, they started the whole, they started the trend. They were the, baseball, baseball, like, I don't know, I don't know if you realize, because I, I feel like, I don't know, it gets lost on people. Baseball was the OG for a lot of what, good of, of what a lot of the leagues are doing in terms of buzz like i don't know like i, I mean like like what is it like no no signings ever get broken during the winter meetings anymore like i don't know like just because a lot of these guys stay signed until stay stay inside till like end of the new year like that's a fundamental like because that's how you create generate attention for your like when you get those like i don't know those those signings after signings, like I like J- July first is like a day that every sports fan knows now because of what, like because oh man, you know tampering's already happened. No, no, no. They do it. Do stay. Do channels even do baseball free agency specials? Um, other than MLB Network, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Uh, which is crazy because again, like the Cliff Lee thing happened during the winter meetings or, or around the winter meetings. Yes, news, and now it's like, oh, well, like if it happens. I mean, like, how many days? Fun. How many days does the does ESPN dedicate to like free agency in the NFL? Six. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's probably it's probably like weeks when it, when it comes to free. Agency. Yes, yeah. no, like yeah. like we already know when the tampering period is in yeah. football. Like I don't know. The, like this is what I feel. Baseball is just so behind. They have no idea how to generate interest among not just like I know. I feel like they they are they're just it's quicksand trying to figure out how to genuine like how to like. Other than the play on the field, because like I don't know, like I don't know, they're like let's like 
you need to get people in through random alternative methods and yeah. seeing a bunch of dudes get signed is, is a good way that's a way to do it that's an absolutely way absolutely great way to do it but again it seems like we're gonna miss out on that this year because again other than trey turner and aaron judge like i haven't heard a buzz about anybody although i'm not really paying attention like i used to um, oh no no, no I, I saw like i think carlos correa is a free agent i oh, I, I mean like i think yeah. he's good all right we have about 10 minutes left all right we got time enough time just enough time to talk about one thing i like and one thing that you like or we both like i should say so i will keep mine very brief shout out to the u.s for advancing in the world cup one nothing victory over soccer thanks to captain america himself christian pulisic and his midsection giving up the midsection for america we truly appreciate the local boy doing well and uh doing big things in the world cup hopefully he's able to play this Saturday at 10 a.m. versus the Netherlands. Biggest soccer game for the U.S. in a very, very long time. Very winnable game for the U.S. Since like that, since like that Tony Miola game. No, I feel, no. I, I think there's another thing that like might have, what are people doing that like, I don't know, have to work? Are they just like saying, yo, I'm working from home today? Because I feel a lot of people are watching these games. Oh, no, people are, yeah, people are working from home or people are just watching from work or whatever like i've seen people, <laughs> i've seen people throw up the extra laptop at work so they can watch the games so again this is the world cup i mean this is the biggest literally the biggest sporting event in the world so i think people are kind of going out of their way to kind of make a make make arrangements to watch these games and i don't know if there's something happening in the, in the city but there should be some watch party somewhere in the city so if you guys again as as this show first airs on 106.5 fm um hopefully the u.s is up one to nothing at least by now on the netherlands nearly 15.4 million people watched that U.S. England draw uh, last week, the second game of the group stage. Hopefully, this game gets. Do they need to it. win on Saturday for make to make this a success? Yes. Yeah. There was because they were supposed to get to this point. Like there was like in this group. Oh, really? In that, in that group, England, Wales, Iran. They're the second. They were the second best team. So you're supposed to. If you're the second best team, you're supposed to get out of your group. If you win this. This is a this is a success. If you lose, it's not a failure, but it's like eh, like you only you did the bare, basically the bare minimum. If you lose this game, okay. So, so that's all you need to know. Now it's time to talk wrestling because Sami Zayn turned on his best friend, hit his best friend in, in the in the Pulisic, kicked him in the face, pledged his allegiance to the bloodline. Bloodline <laughs> is full once again. I'm going to ask you this question again. Well, I asked you all. <laughs> I'll ask you this question online. I'll ask you this question between now and April 2nd, April 3rd. I don't know the date. <laughs> Talk me out of this. Is there a better story at WrestleMania than Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn? Talk me out of it. No, are, no, no, but I guess the, the, there are two questions. What, like, what is the best story in terms of storyline or what generates the most money? And I feel those the, those two questions need to be separated because I feel that like in terms of in terms of story and in terms of like I don't know closing out a series because I feel this is what it is this is like the Boondocks but like I don't know but the Samoan Boondocks like I know I feel like this is the best story that WWE has told since Daniel Bryan it is yeah and like I don't know like no and I feel that like other than what Becky Lynch like the Becky Lynch man era, this is like, cause I feel like, I don't know, like what's been missing from WWE has been the iconic stories. Like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the Becky Lynch thing was, I mean, that was, that crossed over. Cause then you got, got her on ESPN. This has crossed over. You hear Dan Orlowski, like, I don't know, saying acknowledge me on like, I don't know, like this is, this is crossed over. So I feel this is the, and I, I mean, how many arenas did you hear people do the episodes? I mean, like, like, yeah. like, it, it's rare, like, that's why I feel that they were right keeping this going. Like, I don't know, like, because now they got the feeling Uzi shirts. I mean, like, they are going to milk every single greenback off of this story. And I don't blame them because it's still good. And having Kevin Owens add, uh, definitely adds, like, I don't know, the fact he's a great performer. His history with Sammy is, I don't know, like, it, like, I feel it added a few more episodes to this story. Mm-hmm. And like, but I feel that like, this is the best story to tell for the next few months. Like, I don't, 
I don't know the episodes in, in between now and the series finale. I don't like because you could go a, a bunch of ways, but it is the best story. However, does this get the most? Does this get the most highest priced on 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 your resale markets? Like, are people paying five thousand dollars a ticket to see Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns? Probably not. Right. Yeah. And like, like, yeah, like I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, again, like we've said it before, like there's a bigger money. If you want to collect every single dollar in the universe from people who don't <laughs> give a damn about wrestling, there is a, there is a, yeah. there is a, a man you can inter- interject into this story. However, I don't know if you heard, I don't know if you listened to the recent episode of the, the mass man show, but uh, Kazim, uh, Kazim Famuide said, basically he doesn't want the rock anywhere near the storyline. Doesn't want him there. Doesn't want him there. He would just mess it up. Storyline wise, again, you gotta like you said, you have to separate the two. Money and storyline. Storyline, I don't think putting the rock in this thing would be organic at this point. No, you could put him in there. No, no, but I no, but I feel that like I don't know. I think recently we, and I'll say me, like I don't know, have just said, you know what? Just plug him in. He's like, I don't know. He's like, just plug him into the damn story and it don't matter. Cause right. like I don't know, we got like bloodline. But I think with Sammy's aim, and like, but these are the best. Be this. This is why wrestling, when it's good, is great because we were not expecting Sammy Uso to become this. I mean, like you say, Sammy Sammy Zayn now is a superstar. Like I don't know, like, and he was not a superstar six months ago or a year ago. Like, but I mean, this and everyone. Like, I, I think I think the reason why this the storyline is like hits with so many people because it's true. Like I don't know, like like this bloodline is elevate, like it, it's putting so much food on their on 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 the Anoli family trees plate. It's putting food on the Triple H plate. It's putting food on the Nick Khan plate. So it, it, that's why it's resonating. But I feel that you need a, you need the balance of the storyline. And the money and the stock price. Because right now I feel like WWE is like, I don't know, like this is the most healthy it's been, like, I don't know, storyline and, and business-wise in a long time. And I feel that like now there's pressure on the man, Hunter, to like say, okay, what do we do to make the marks happy? And how do we do to get little, like little Joey who was watching Flex Cavana in 1997 to like buy Peacock for a month? I'm, I will push back with this and we'll end with this. You said this is the biggest, and I agree, this is probably the biggest thing since the Yes movement, the Daniel Bryant, the WrestleMania, right? Don't you shoot yourself in the foot if you just throw the rock in here? You're just killing the, but you can buy your, but like, no, no, but no, but you can buy, but you can buy your own foot with all the money you make. Okay. All right. That That's, that's fine. That's fine. I don't agree. No, I feel like I don't know. Like no, I, I feel that like if this were Vince McMahon, it would be easy. He would just call Dway and just say, "Get your get your rear end here, and we'll figure it out." But I think Triple H is more like I don't know a cerebral, say cerebral assassin, but he's a more like I don't know. He cares more about like I don't know like the story and like kind of like to do things, do business the right way. But let's not get it twisted. This is his. I mean, will there be a bigger decision that Hunter makes as the head of WWE ever? I mean, this is his first WrestleMania in charge. I mean, like he's like this is he this is huge. Like this is a very massive decision for this man to make, and I'm sure he'll have a, a committee of people helping him make the decision. But you're right, like this is, <laughs> and again, it's 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 hard to it's hard to get wrong. Like I, like either way you spin this, like it's hard to get this wrong. But again, like you can. Is there a wrong? Is there a wrong decision? A wrong realistic decision to make i don't think i don't think the people in charge now are going to make the wrong decision if that makes sense like i don't think i trust them enough to make oh no a good decision yeah no because i feel like i don't know the the options like remember like i don't know i i we've been talking about this like forever because we have been like remember we thought like who's the dude that like like is worthy enough to unseat roman now you have too many like yeah. you can make a compelling argument more more compelling than the MJL Hurts MVP competition. I can't, I can't. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, I don't know, guys that 
that storyline wise, I don't know if a lot like these guys make the most money, make the most sense business wise. But there's a lot of dudes that you like you can interject and say, yo, just the I don't know, like I don't know, storyline wise, these dudes are worthy. No, you're you're absolutely right, and, um, and we will break this down at some point, probably maybe next week <laughs> on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we promise we will not do crazy wrestling talk between now and... Well, I, I can't promise that. I was going to say between now and WrestleMania. Who knows? This is a very compelling storyline. One of the best storylines we've seen in a long time. We can promise you we will not talk about that best of seven trios match thing, whatever's going on in that other federation. We oh, I thought you were going to say um, um, that... Oh, I thought you were talking about that lunatic Kanye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about that. But we will talk about this, and hopefully we'll talk about another Eagles win next time we join you here on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. But until next week, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.